There is a dimension beyond which is known to humankind. A dimension of sound and sight of mind. A dimension intended only for mature audiences, and exists solely as a form of entertainment, without intentions of education or societal enrichment. It's, it's, a, it's a podcast. It, it's what you're listening to right now. It's a podcast. It's a podcast we call Lore Folk. Welcome back to Lore Folk, a podcast where we riff on all things paranormal. I'm your host, Aiden Kidd. And I'm your other host, Maddie Barr. Woo! Yeah, we're back doing another episode. Yeah. Maddie, you know what I've been watching these past few weeks? What? The the WandaVision. Oh, I, I've Ooh, been baby, watching. It's the hot ticket. <laughs> I've been watching the WandaVision as well. Everybody's talking about my favorite subgenre of horror, sitcom horror. So I thought I would propose a very important question to you to start the episode, which oh, is golly. if you were trapped in a sitcom. I would have sex with vision, yeah. No. <laughs> I mean, yes. Paul we Bentley. all would. Mm. Yeah, we all, we, everyone would. That's not the debate. That's not the question. Ever since this show came out, I've made it my mission to let as many people as possible know that I think Paul <laughs> Bettany's a nice punk of meat, that man. Oh, d- don't objectify him. He's a respectable actor and, and a human being. And he's good at his job. And he's very good at his job. And he loves his friends and family, and I think that's respectable. Aiden, ask you, sorry, ask your question. <laughs> my question is, if you were trapped in a sitcom, uh, an actual existing sitcom, Forever and eternity until either the heat death of the universe or you die in age. What sitcom would you pick? Okay, here's the problem. At multiple points in my life, I have felt like I was already trapped in the show Victorious. (laughs) Because I went to an art school. So I kind of, and I like everyone in Victorious. Except... Wait, am I Robbie? mm, No. Okay. Um, oh, I'm the puppet, you're the aren't puppet. I? You're Fuck. The puppet. <laughs> I thought that was obvious. So, like, the very first thing that jumped to mind was Victorious, but I don't want to be in high school forever. I've also been watching a lot of Cheers, and uh-huh. I like. Che- I just I want to go <laughs> where everybody knows my name, Aiden, <laughs> and I and I like the vibe. Yeah, I don't know. I suddenly I can't ever I can't think of any sitcoms. In which sitcom would you be in? So I at first was thinking that I wanted to be in Family Matters so that I could fight Robot Steve Urkel. <laughs> ah, yes. That's what I wanted to do. Uh-huh. But then I thought, well, wait a minute. If I go to Alf, I'll get to fight Alf and Ooh. avenge all those cats he ate. That's true. But then I thought, oh gosh. Let's go to dinosaurs, baby. <laughs> Let's go down to Dino Town. And then I'll get to freeze the death eventually. Like, I have, like, I like that there's an escape. Uh-huh. Like, it's not like a permanent existence. I know the path that Dinosaurs the Show is headed. And I know it ends with the freezing of planet Earth and everybody dying. 
Do they die? And I'll though? get to exp- Yes, they die. They're dinosaurs, Maddie. They have to die. Right, but would you die, or would you just be frozen, like cryogenically almost? No, I think I would die. Okay. That's not regular ice. Doesn't do that, Maddie. Despite what cartoons will tell you. Well, but you don't know the effects of the ice that froze the dinosaurs on a person. That's all I'm saying, because there weren't any people there. Maybe it was, you know, prehistoric ice. <laughs> And if you're really big like a dinosaur, it freezes you. And if you're really small like Aiden, then it cryogenically freezes you. I'm just Maddie. spitballing. Maddie. Yeah? What the fuck are you talking about? I'm just saying that the physical properties of almost everything on Earth have changed since the dinosaur age. And Look, perhaps... what I'm proposing to the American public is that if I took on that meteor that killed them head on, I would have lived. And you can't disprove that because no human was alive to get hit by the meteor at that point. Rip to the dinosaurs, but I'm different. This isn't the meteor, though. This is ice. I'm sure a meteor could kill me if it tried hard enough. But ice? Ah, I get that out of my fridge. <laughs> I know domesticated ice, <laughs> so wild ice I know doesn't face me at all. Okay, so Aiden would, would traipse his way through like four different sitcoms while I'm at the bar with the boys having a beer. Classic. With Ted Danson. With Ted Danson, yeah. In his I would, prime. I would tell him about The Good Place. I would just pepper in little details about that show existing just to freak him out. Well, in, in truth, you wouldn't actually be with Ted Danson. You'd be with whoever Ted Danson plays in Cheers. Right. I think his name is Sam. And he would have no knowledge because he's not going to go on to play Michael in The Good Place. He is going to live forever in a non-ending cycle of torment and existential dread. I'm going to bring a picture of Ted Danson like from a magazine or an interview with me, though. And I'll be like, this is my favorite actor from... I'll pretend I'm from some European country or something, right? Because that's how they do it on sitcoms when someone's just from somewhere else. And I'll say, mm-hmm. oh, this is my favorite actor from back home. He's really popular and schmexy. And all the characters will be like, that looks like Sam or whatever Ted Danson's character is. And he'll be like, that looks just like me. And I'll be like, what? Nah, get a load of this guy. Oh, he thinks he's some hotshot movie star. You know how in um in the sweet life of Zack and Cody when they do High School Musical and uh, uh, the what's her name? Yes. Ashley yes, Tisdale yes, exactly says that she that. <laughs> Ashley Tisdale says that she looks like Sharpay and everyone's like, no, you're insane. You look nothing like her. Uh, that's what I'm going to do to in-universe Ted Danson and Sam with actor Ted Danson. Just for, I mean, it's not going to have any effect on him or the reality of the world. You're just doing this for fun. Just for fun. I need a bit. Just to mess with him. Aiden, I have a question. You're already asking it with a high intensity that uh, I don't know if I can get behind, but okay. Since ghosts only oh, haunt geez. at night. <laughs> yeah. Could a ghost haunt? During a solar eclipse? Oh. Aiden, since ghosts only haunt at night, could a ghost haunt during a solar eclipse? Now, I'm not sure that ghosts only haunt at night, but I will admit that if you're going to haunt someone at night in their house alone is better than at a coffee shop in the middle of the day. So let's just say, let's just dive into this question here and suspend our disbelief and say that ghosts only haunt at night. Is a solar eclipse night? Okay, so hold on, hold on. Before we even get to that question, mm-hmm. I think we need to address the fact that a ghost haunting in the day is infinitely scarier than a ghost haunting at night. How so? Okay, because there's an infraction <laughs> happening here to the ordeal. They're not supposed to. 
the contract has been broken. Because they're... You know, it's like, it's like a clown stalking you at night is, like, nothing. But a clown, like, emerging from, like, behind a bush in the middle of the day, mm-hmm. there's audacity there. There's a knowledge that they're not going to get caught. There's a power <laughs> being presumed by the clown. The scariest, you know? the scariest part of getting murdered is not the fact that you're dying. It's the fact, hey... That's a, you're not supposed to do that. That's illegal. <laughs> I'm afraid because you've broken the social contract of not murdering other people. There's a confidence that they're going to get away with it and that nothing can stop them when they do it in the day. Why? Why? There's more. Because in the dark, they can hide. They can get away with things. Right. But you're saying but they're the going to get away with it like, during the day. Like a clown like emerging i don't know why i stuck with clowns but a clown like you're in the middle of times square and you're surrounded by people Mm -hmm. and a clown emerges from the aether in front of you and kills me in front of people and it charges at you with like and it shoots energy blasts like clowns do right like that's infinitely scarier because then happening at night because it means that it doesn't care or just knows that none of the people being made aware of it have any effect on what it's going to do. Oh, like, so you're saying if a clown shoots laser beams at you or energy beams and kills you in the middle of the night when you're all alone, there's sort of a solace when you're dying on the ground. Like, no one could have helped me anyway, right? I'm all alone here. There's no one to call out for. In your backyard at night, no one can hear you scream. But in Times Square, the naked cowboy is watching me get murdered by a clown. And I'm I'm like, hello? (laughs) Could somebody All help me out? Elmos are running for their <laughs> lives, and just like me. Right. Okay. There's I... people in there, and that's how you know that there's actual people in the Elmos, and it's not just like a big greasy Elmo. Oh God, that's scarier than a clown. Is that it? Knows fear as well. Okay. Okay, I can understand that. Like, like, like a, a predator, like an animal. Yes. Going after like a lone fish in the dark means that it's you know it's picking off the weak. Right. But a predator going after a fucking school is absolutely feral. <laughs> that's terrifying because you know that it can get away with this. That's how powerful it is. So a ghost, that's what we were talking about. A ghost haunting in the middle of the day would be way scarier than it haunting alone at night. So the answer to the question, could a ghost haunt you during a solar eclipse is yes. But where's the dramatics? Where's the conviction from the ghost? Exactly. The presentation, the confidence. Yes. Why didn't you just wait until night if you were going to do it in the dark then? Yeah, the fact that you had to wait for a fucking solar eclipse to work up the confidence ghost, I'm not scared of you. Right. At all. At this moment, ghost, I am currently, I'm looking at the moon and the sky. I'm thinking about my place in the universe and how small I am. Do you think I care about getting murdered by a ghost in the middle of the day except it's dark? No. In the middle of the night, I'm haunted by the actions of my past. Yeah. Do you think I'm going to fucking give a shit because you levitated a chair at my head? No. Also, if you're a ghost, that means you don't really have eyeballs and you could look at the solar eclipse without glasses. So if you're killing me, that's a waste of a solar eclipse for the ghost. (laughs) I just feel like there's lots of, I mean, there's not a lot of things as a human that I can't do during a solar eclipse. But the one thing I can't do is look at the solar eclipse directly. And if I was a ghost, I'd be able to do that. So. I just feel Fucking like stupid ghost. take opportunities when you have them, ghost, and you could have killed me at night, so. All right, I have a Reddit post 
on r slash paranormal by a user named Walquarius. Walquarius. Nice. There's multiple eyes in there. And they ask, are there some demonologists out there or do you know any of them? And I have to make note of the fact that this post has been removed by the moderators of r slash paranormal. I happened to catch it on reddit.com before it was removed, but I assume but days ago. Is that the whole question? That's the whole question. Are there some demonologists out there or do you know any of them? And I think it's important to address that somebody clearly knew some demonologists out there. Hmm. And the moderators of r slash paranormal are trying to keep them from getting business or more people joining them. Oh, this person was asking too many questions. This person asked too many questions and they were asking the important questions. They got whacked. The demonologists don't want their name out there. Or the demonologists don't like class mobility. What if the question asker, I mean, I'm sure they don't because, yeah. But what if the question asker is a demonologist who's testing other demonologists? Mm. So he's going to come, they're going to come on here and say, hey, uh, anybody know of any demonologists? Knowing that one of the cardinal rules of demonology is don't tell other people that you do, that you're a demonologist, right? Mm-hmm. And so someone else is going to come forward and comment on this and say, yeah, I'm a demonologist or my sister is. Oh, I'll, I'll get, get you guys in contact. I'll hit you with the Gmail. And then he's going to be like, boom, you're not revoked. License. Ooh, you can't be a demonologist anymore. You you violated the cardinal rule. <laughs> the, the paranormal equivalent of a cop walking up to a kid like, you got to <laughs> smoke doobage? Yeah, but he's on the inside because he is a demonologist. You guys like the devil's lettuce? The cop's not actually, like, you know, giving people weed. But a real demonologist protects, protects his own. Aiden, what's, what is a demonologist? Besides a word that's tough for me to say, even though I just did it like five times. They, they are well versed in, I mean, demonology, everything relating to demons. Hmm. What they like, whether they smoke weed or not, uh, how how uh, handsome they are, how they feel in the mornings when they wake how up, they feel what in kind the of mornings. shampoo do they use? Wow, how they like to be held. Is it embarrassing that one of us isn't a demonologist? What do you mean? Considering the nature of we're experts on all things paranormal, Maddie. Aiden, are you, you know? Like... Are you suggesting that you're a demonologist? I, I, it's okay. You can say it. You can tell other people. I won't tell anyone. Can I? Yeah, you can. Yeah, I mean, if we're all cool here, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm a demonologist. Oh! We're demonology license revoked! Oh, I fucking fuck got you! God Dude, we were just talking about it. it. The oldest trick in the book. God. There he is. Lock him up, officers. I found him. Fucking demonologist just told everybody. Idiot. God fucking damn it. <laughs> Do you at least have weed? Uh, yeah. Uh, what, what are you looking okay. for? Okay. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah.
right, here we are in the ad break where we do fake ads because nobody pays us to do this show. Maddie, tell people how they can give us money. You can pay us to do this show by becoming a patron on our Patreon. Wow. We've got three different tiers and they've all got lots of fun uh, bonuses or not prizes. What the fuck are those called? Rewards. Like access to animations early, access to music, access to animation process. You get everything early. Everything. Anything we put out on the internet, it's early on Patreon. So go check it out now. Yay. You get it right when it's done instead of waiting for that nasty schedule that we adhere to. Yeah. Ew. Adhere so closely to the schedule. Yes, we do. <laughs> are you are you mocking me and my ability to put out an episode every other Thursday? No, mostly mocking our ability to schedule recording the episodes. You, you actually <laughs> edit at an incredible pace, Aiden. Oh, Bravo. I really appreciate Bravo. that. I work really hard. If I do say so try myself. This, <laughs> try to make this shit show something worth it. <laughs> hey, Aiden. Give us an ad! But of course, it is time for people to unshackle themselves from their skeletons. We are more than but a framework. We are more than a clump of meat tied to infrastructure. We are free, and we decide our own paths. We do not need these training wheels anymore. That is why I am presenting you with an alternative human race come get your bones removed why don't you come on over it's me boneless berry come down to boneless berry's bone removal system i'll take your bones right out it'll be cool hey 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 it's me bone in bob hey do you not have enough bones Hey, come on down here to my new service where we take other people's bones that they don't need and we put them in your body that's right, you got two femurs now. I mean, you probably already had two, but now you got four femurs. How powerful are you? Kicking people like a horse with four femurs. So c- come get you. I'm starting another another human race. We put bones in you. Not everybody wants those bones, but you could be more powerful than ever. Take Bone it from- and Bob, get the fuck out of here! What? No, I'll fight you, dude. I got four That's pinkies. Barry, get out of here! I'll fucking kill you. Yeah, what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, Slob Man? You punch me? Nah, I'm like an arachnid now. I'll slap you so hard. Just come over here to me. I can't. I can't move to you. Come yeah, no. Okay, me. here I here Hold I on. come. I can kind of like slop and swoop over, but it'll take a bit. I'm clanking over. I'm rattling on over to you. <laughs> I sound like a fucking xylophone, but I'm so beefed. Hey, you got bones in my boneless body. Oh, no, you absorbed some of my bones. I need those. We're back to being regular people. Oh, wow. Perhaps we weren't so different after all. So come on down (laughs) to Barry's and Bob's Bone Emporium. Yeah. We'll fix you right up. You need two more. You need more bones or you need less bones. We'll sort you out. Maybe you just need the realization that deep down, we're all people together. Wow. We're all one race, the human race, and we all have bones. So get, go get some or maybe get some less at Barry and Bob's Bone Emporium. Hey! Aiden, I have a cryptid here for us. Give me that sweet 
supple, sensual boy. I want to tell you about Spring-Heeled Jack. Spring-Heeled Jack? <laughs> Is a cryptid in English folklore. Uh, on Ken... Oh, this is a based from a book, I guess. Ew, reading. Ken Ger- Gerhard's book, Encounters with Flying Humanoids. Uh, he places Spring-Heeled Jack as the top fifth flying humanoid. And the fun part about this cryptid is there's no other information about him except for that. But there is an incredible drawing of him on the cryptid wiki and uh in my notes i wrote down this looks like a one-man production of cats and sweeney todd simultaneously so i thought it was only fitting that we talked about it on the show because i think it's just a man in an elaborate costume who chases people around england and what is a cryptid if not a man performing a musical by himself oh my god (laughs) or two musicals at once really I'm looking at him. I'd like to think he's called. I'd like to think he's called Springheeled Jack because he prances about as if having springs in his heels. There's a wide variety of versions of him. This one makes him look like he's he's Batman in fucking khakis. <laughs> he is kind of a Batman. He's wearing khakis. He's Batman, but he and has a shift of target later. Boots. He's just kind of a guy. Just a man. He's got a Waluigi mustache. Uh-huh. Oh, I love him. I thought he was neat. He's wonderful. He's a delight. <laughs> Everybody, I know this is an auditory medium, so this isn't great for podcast, but like, just Google Spring-Heeled Jack. Yeah, just look him up. you'll find some absolutely wonderful things. What do you think? Usually with cryptids, they have an origin story, and we sort of extrapolate on what the rest of their life may be like in the future, but what do you okay, think? Okay, Maddie, I'm going to stop you right there, because clearly this man's parents were murdered outside the opera house. <laughs> but it was an opera house where I they were- I know this origin story. <laughs> it's an opera house where they were performing cats. Cats and Sweeney Todd. <laughs> and Sweeney Todd. But, okay, no, there's two- opera houses next to each other and their rival theaters and his mom wanted to see cats and his dad wanted to see sweeney todd and so he went to both and he bounced back and forth after every musical number and then they both came out into the alleyway outside of both of the opera houses and then they got murdered just like batman and and his parents were killed by a pair of khakis clearly (laughs) a pair of khakis just like holding a gun in the alleyway like we live in a society. The khaki killer. <laughs> we live in a denim society. How do a pair of khakis uh, hold a gun? Is it in the belt With loop? Their... Or is it... No, it's in their sleeve. Do you think... They, like the one leg of the pant. What? If... <laughs> one is standing and the other one is just up holding a gun. What if the barrel of the gun... What if they have the fly unzipped on the khakis and the barrel of the gun is sticking out of it? So it looks like a penis, like Maddie. A, like a gun, because it looks like a penis. Yeah, because it would be like a like a weenie. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about something else. <laughs> Let's move it along. I mean, if, if a khakis, yeah, uh-huh, if uh-huh. a pair of khakis yeah, with a uh-huh. gun penis killed my parents, I think <laughs> I would turn into an eccentric cryptid as well. I don't think you can blame old Jack for that one. Yeah, okay. And talk about something else then. Because <laughs> I'm just going to keep thinking about this penis gun. Gnomes, 
Back at it again! Gnomes? Gnomes! Back at it again! That's it. Uh, are they? <laughs> That's it! <laughs> no. <laughs> no. This is from uh, Reddit user Visions Galore, who writes, A few months ago, I posted about gnomes, and I had a last experience that I will never forget. That that's how it's written. That happened last night. I was coming home from work around 11 p.m., and it was completely dark out. I had specified in earlier posts my forest was chopped down by my rich neighbor, and now all the trees are dying. Darkness fell, and I now feel unsafe after this experience. I will never forget. Get to it already! Get on with it! (laughs) Anyway... I was walking. They have to include in anyway. Fucking cohesive. Oh, come on. Right. I'm not going to fucking criticize the fucking storytelling capabilities of some rando on Reddit. You're doing fine. Visions galore. I'm sorry. Anyway, I was walking home on my trail. It recently snowed, so I was stepping and slipping as usual. But I was nearly home when I hear the sound of pitter patter and the crunch of snow. Suddenly, I hear a really high-pitched giggle, and I noticed a creature leap from one side of the trail to the other behind me. I stood there before fear filled my heart. I could see its shape. It was like a ball. (laughs) It bursted out with speed, running down the trail and slowing down a few feet ahead. This absolutely the last straw. Again, how it's written. I'm not mad at the gnomes. But I'm hoping someone could help me stop being afraid of them or make them stop scaring me. So we need to help this person Yes. be not afraid of gnomes anymore. The gnomes are more afraid of you than you are of them, sweetie. Do they think the gnomes are scaring them on purpose? I don't know. Or are they just afraid? I think they're just afraid in general. I think the best way to help with this is exposure therapy. I was going to say the same thing. I think we need to drop you, Maddie. Once again, I think we can solve somebody's problem by dropping them in the gnome pit. Mm -hmm. Scared little boys get dropped in the gnome pit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, no. Don't go near the gnome pit, kids. We lost the lid and it's just open now. Get in the gnome pit. See how you feel and work feel through the Feel their fear. little nubby little hands crawl all around you. Let them get in your eye sockets and in your head. What's the worst a gnome's going to do to you? Like be small next to you? What Gnome's got nothing on you. You're like a whole person. You're a whole person. You're, you're a Redditor. <laughs> God damn it. You're so strong. Visions galore. You're a Redditor, Mm -hmm. a proud and noble group of individuals who are taking down the big government banks and hedge funds (laughs) as we speak. Right. Maybe the gnomes are just interested in you. Have you ever tried to get to know them? To get to gnome them? Yeah. Maddie? Yeah? That was really good. I hope you really, uh, really consider a path. Thank you. In the creative arts. Yeah, I have. Because that... Get to gnome them? Yeah. That's, that was really good. Felt good when I was saying it, so. Yeah, you should. You should feel really proud I'm of that. I'm glad you acknowledged it. Yeah, of course I would. You know. Maddie, I'm always going to support you in your creative endeavor. I know we like to call out good comedy on the show, even though it doesn't happen a lot, but get to gnome you. Whew. Yeah. Might write a book after this. That was 
that was poetic, honestly. Like, I, I just, I, I'm sorry. I just, I love to see you grow. <laughs> so, um, anyway, throw yourself in a fucking gnome pit. Fuck you. Don't be afraid <laughs> of gnomes. Enter the gnome pit. <laughs> All right, that's going to do it for this episode of Lorefolk. If you like what you heard, share it with your ding-dang friends. And remember to like and subscribe subscribe on the YouTube version of the video. It it really helps us with the whole algorithm thing. Also, leave a comment and such. Just say something. I don't know. Leave a comment and then comment on two other people's comments, like a Socratic seminar, please. Or leave a review on iTunes, uh, because I think I'm the only one who checks those, but boy, do they warm my heart. (laughs) And if you have a paranormal encounter, or you found, like, a Reddit post or a Yahoo Answers thing that you think we should talk about, feel free to send it over to lorefolksubmissions at gmail.com. Just make sure you include your name and pronouns when you do so. Alright, I'm gonna go jump in the gnome pit. Not because I'm scared of gnomes, but because I like it. Okay, have fun! Stay safe! Don't eat 30 minutes before you do that! I got cramps in the gnome pit because I had a a bratwurst before I jumped in! Oh no! I'm going to drown in the gnomes!